Hello, I'm Matthias Spiegel. And I'm Ronald Donaldson. And welcome to a nutcracking episode of... But That's a Different Story. Where we bring you stories so misunderstood, you'd think that you had just won a beauty pageant purely off of your diction skills. Speaking of non-problematic competitions, how's your submission for Ripley's going, Ronald? Have you heard back yet? Yes, but believe it or not, my submission for Biggest Toe was unfortunately denied. It was actually somewhat of a sandal scandal. After close inspection of my foot, they found that my toe was not naturally as large as a novelty bowling pin, but rather the result of a nasty rat bite, which I must have gotten while night showering in the old abandoned gymnasium in our office's basement. In the Ripley's world, using rat saliva is the equivalent of juicing in the bodybuilding world. You mean, expected? Yes. But it turns out the rat that bit me was on steroids, which got me flat out denied. What a shame. I know you were really looking forward to that paid bus trip down to the Jersey Shore for a free tour of their Atlantic City, quote-unquote, museum. It's okay. I've since joined a little group called the Toe Tappers. It's like tap dancing acapella, and I'm the bass. You should come see us perform at the local YMCA. We're going up between Timmy Two Toes and tapping that sass at this year's Tovember to remember. I wouldn't miss it for the world. But I must warn you, I haven't been allowed inside a YMCA since I grossly misinterpreted what exactly Handball Club was. So I'll be attending in disguise. I can always sneak you through the back. I know a guy who knows a guy who has the boiler room key for those cold and lonely nights when you just need the warmth of a big metal mommy to soothe you to sleep. Sounds like I'd be sneaking in through the back rooms, which is just where I found myself at the beginning of today's episode, which we're calling The, the Shining. Shining. Thing that I found on the ground and picked up with my beak. When we made our way from the Phillies locker room up to the stadium field, Tug Speedman and I were met with a rude awakening. We surfaced just as the final moments of the game had unfolded. The Phillies finished the game down by 28 points, nearly unheard of in the sport of baseball these days. It turns out that Tug Speedman, manager for the Phillies and mole person liaison, is the one that was in charge of holding the playbook for the team that day, but he had just spent the entire game down in the locker rooms with me, rather than up on the field with the coach and the players where he was desperately needed. Needless to say, the crowd and the team were not happy with us. After I had interviewed Tug, we headed up to the stadium to get some food. I thought we would be purchasing from a concession stand, but as soon as the crowd saw us, they started throwing hot dogs right in our direction. After a few minutes, I got my fill. Four fanatic frankfurters, two Philly-style beers, aka Amstel Lights poured into milk jugs, and bags of peanuts and Cracker Jacks. The generous offerings of the crowd didn't end there, though, and as soon as I saw the D batteries come out, I suggested to Tug that we'd ever go back. As the crowd closed in on us, we managed to give them the slip by pointing behind them and saying, Hey, look, it's Gritty. Once they all turned to see their second favorite mascot, Tug and I jumped under the pitcher's mound and down the long shaft to the safety of the underground tunnels beneath the stadium. It was in these very tunnels that I experienced my first mole person encounter. Two were standing guard at the entrance to a grand underground cavern where the mole person triumvirate was housed. Tug was able to bribe the guards with a small fistful of human teeth, which granted us access to an audience with them. As it seemed, our life above ground was now over due to Tug's gross negligence of the team he was supposed to manage. It was up to us to make a new life down here, but in order to do that, we had to be approved by the leaders of the mole people. 
Triumvirate agreed to take us in if we managed to beat them in a game of chance. We agreed, only on the terms that we would get to pick the game. I felt bad as I watched Tug get carried away to who knows where, but nothing has felt quite as good coming out of my mouth as when I finally shouted, Yahtzee, and won the game. It's not a team game, and at this point it was every man, or mole person, for himself. The mole people agreed to let me live and work in the tunnels. It turns out that the mole person tunnel system is more intricate than I had first believed. It's a national system, connecting every sports arena and stadium across the country. Over the next few weeks, I found myself delivering cargo trucks full of human waste from stadium to stadium, which the mole people use to fertilize the playing fields. Yes, it is indeed a team of mole people across these United States that put great time and effort into maintaining meticulous playing fields. I was in Baltimore, Maryland, collecting my payment of silver coins, when a blackbird swooped down and stole one right from out of my hand. I chased after it through the tunnels beneath the MNT Bank Stadium until I saw the bird fly up a shaft to the surface. I followed and found myself in the street in front of a large, ominous building in Baltimore. The sign out front read, Hampton Corvin's House of Corvin. It had been some time since I had seen the sun, so after I allowed my eyes to adjust and the incessant honking all around me to stop, I turned on my recorder and headed inside to find that thieving bird. Get back here with my coin, you darn flying rat! Yeah, come here. Wait, wait, where? Oh, where am I? Where? Uh, okay. Excuse me. Oh, pardon me, my dear boy. Hello. Hello hmm. there. Reception, I see. Hello. Yes, Have you seen a bird fly through here? Oh, well, yes, I've seen many. Oh, really? This one was uh, black? Mm-hmm. And I had a coin in his mouth, and the coin was my coin. The coin was your coin? Mm-hmm. I don't know, my dear boy. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. Yeah, I was possessing it. I want it. <laughs> it's mine. He took it. Well, if the bird has it now, I believe it's the bird's. Ah, you play finder's keepers around these parts. In old Baltimore, I guess, hmm? Oh, yes, in old Baltimore. Baltimore? Of course, that's how we say it here. Balmore. You don't pronounce the T. Mm, okay. I thought you uh, also d pronounce all um, vowels the same. Like, earn, earned, and iron, earn. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that video. It's quite funny. Well, that's not that we do. Of course, we have uh, plenty of urns here. Earn? Well, if you would like to earn your keep, to a, you may earn some shirts if you would like. Ooh, I'd, that's a depressing state to live in. Do you have to earn your urn after you're dead? You know? Oh, that kind of urn. Yes, oh. I mean, I, if your shirt is wrinkled, you earn it. Oh, <laughs> yes. Very good. Uh, well, but that... But who, who are you, I may inquire? Well, I was just about to ask the same from you. I was going to say that this bird that I've been chasing after must be long gone by now. You seem to have stopped me in my tracks from tracking this flying beast. Uh, oh, so now please. I've lost the hot trail. Uh, well, tell me more about this bird. What did it look like? What color was its beak? Uh, its beak? Let me think. I, the, you know, it was so shiny, uh, the coin that it took, that I couldn't see past the shininess of the coin. Was it black? I, it could have been. I don't know. Mm. I just saw the coin. My eyes were fixated on the shiny. Probably like he was. But anyway... I have my recorder out here, just in case I ran into anybody at this mm, hotel. Uh, or House of Corvid? I'm not sure. It gives hotel vibes. 
but I'm not sure what uh, any of this means. Was it the reception <laughs> and the bellhops that gave you? Yeah. Uh. And your general, you know, you've got a pocket watch and, you know, a big top hat. Yes, indeed. Uh, maroon shirt. I like that. Oh, thank you. Um, but uh, I myself... The reason I have this recorder, of course, is uh, I'm Matthias Spiegel. I have a podcast called But That's a Different Story with ah. my co-host, Ronald Donaldson, of course. Of course. Uh, I wonder where he is right now. Hmm. I wonder what he's been doing. I feel like it's been a while since I've seen him. But uh, yes, may I ask, who are you? Ah, well, I'm so excited that you are here with uh, your journalist, it seems. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. Do you happen to do hotel reviews on your program? I've been known to, sure. Ah, well, um, please, please come this way. Enjoy this opulent lobby that you see here. Uh-huh. I see some chairs. Oh, this is a lovely fireplace. Mm-hmm. Lots of perches. Uh, it's a little confusing. Oh, is it? Oh, well, you shan't be confused for much longer, Freshel. Explain everything. Oh, first explain your name. <laughs> Ah, you're uh, some kind of bellhop, but you don't have a name tag. Well, pardon me, sir. I'm no bellhop. No? No, I am the manager of this fine establishment. Oh. I am Hampton Corvin. Of the Hampton Corvin's House of Corvid? The very building that we're in right now? I read the sign before I came in. The very same? Yes, we have a very shiny sign. Mm -hmm. So your attention must have flitted to that shiny, shiny sign, apart mm -hmm. from the shiny coin yeah it's a mirrored background with bright neon it's really kind of hard to see it's just <laughs> kind of a big shining light i really had i was lucky that my eyes were so maladjusted that it shone perfectly for a minute because even to the regular eye pretty indecipherable very little too shiny it's oh yes almost we, like an infinity mirror we try to attract a special kind of clientele mm. to this this hotel mm -hmm. clientele hotel clientele hotel mm-hmm mm-hmm and who are your clientele? Well, we accept all kinds, of course. Mm. I mean, if you're a person, we certainly great will bring I'm you a person. In. <laughs> you are, yeah. I've been known to be. Let me let me look you up and down. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Okay. Do you want me to give a spin? Yeah. Oh, yes, please. Okay. Here's a little turn on the catwalk. <laughs> Ooh. Oh yes. A uh, beautiful sachet. Thank you. <laughs> you stuck your tush out for you. Just a little bit. Put your hand on your hip, and you dip, you dip, you dip. <laughs> <laughs> No other way to do a spin. Yes. You're, you're a person indeed. Mm -hmm. uh, you are welcome here, but we, we prefer a different kind of clientele. Oh, you got preferences, huh? No. <laughs> I guess that is what the word prefer means. Well, I should rephrase. A certain kind of clientele prefers to stay here. Oh, so people don't like to stay here generally. They love coming in. They don't like going out. Uh, hmm. That sounds <laughs> ominous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is not the Hotel California. You no. are allowed to leave. Okay. That's good. Well, this is the Hotel Baltimore. Uh, yes. Baltimore. Baltimore. Yes. Baltimore. Yes. Oh. You know, I've been working for sports arenas, and I feel like that's the motto of a lot of these players. Baltimore. Oh, well, Baltimore. would love to. Baltimore. What they do you want? To do Ball. All More. year round. Yeah. More balls. Well, yeah. Well, we don't have many balls here. I mean, we have uh, no? a few galas in mm. our reception rooms. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a big 
fancy opulent hotel, you say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, do you have like conventions here ever or banquets? Some, you yes. said some galas. Yes, uh, some galas as well. Mm-hmm. But I should tell you, I mean, you may have noticed, you did see all the perches, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, you saw my bird friend, of course. The one that I was chasing? Oh, yes, Roger. The one that pilfered my coin? Oh, yes, of course. Oh, and you associate with the likes of these thieves? Thieves? Or this thief, I guess, specifically one. Oh, well, I'll have to give him a talking to. I will certainly have to reprimand him. Mm. Uh, but you see, you noticed the bird. It was a crow, my dear boy. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it was a crow or a raven or a magpie. Ah, well, I can tell you the difference. It's really a matter of pinions. Pinions, huh? Yes. That's, a, that's an old joke we have in the in the bird world. What's a pinion? I believe it's sort of the feathers, how they spread out. The I end see. Of the feathers. Got it. No, it's funny. I knew that it was something. There is something there. <laughs> it's a matter of pinions. Pinions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay, so that you said this was a crow? Yes, yes. Mm. For you see, I am, I, Hampton Corvin, are, I'm a crotelier. Crotelier? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Yay is in, I'm excited. And <laughs> that I got it? <laughs> yes, but also yay is in the opposite of nay. Oh, yay. Mm, I see old-fashioned old speak. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> Top hat and everything. Pocket watch. Should have guessed. Tis. <laughs> there it is. Add that extra T. Or I guess drop the I. Which is it? Huh? <laughs> Tis its own word. Regardless. Oh, I so see what, what you're <laughs> It is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this bird's your friend? He's not only my friend, he's my employee. Empo- okay, well. <laughs> but we like to say we're family, we're friends. Okay, so there's so many things now. Friend, employee, and family. Well, was I mean, this the freaking Olive Garden? Well, we have one down the street, but we have our own restaurant here, of course. Oh, you do? Oh, yes. Oh, what do you serve? Worms. What's your... Worms? Worms. Oh. Seed. Ah. Uh, millet. <laughs> grub. Grub. Sometimes. Grubs or grub, singular? Because uh, that grub, it could be any food. That's true. Well, we're sure we'll take any food. Mm. I mean, our patrons aren't that particular. So you're... Okay, so this is not a hotel so much as a crotel, you're saying. Hotel, crotel, holiday in I mean <laughs> Yes. It's is a, it a no tell crotel? <laughs> I'm not sure. How do you advertise, it? I guess is what I'm saying? Ah. We do, yes. Okay, so everything's above board here. Above board, below the boards, to the left and right of the boards, where yes, it's a wooden establishment. Ah. Uh, all wood. Mostly wood, uh, uh, as you can see, the the sort of... Uh, out- I, see, I would maybe no-tell that part. There's some big bad wolves around here that I think wood would be no match for them. No? No I, concrete at all in this? No cinder block? No brick? I don't believe so. I mean, I... <laughs> that is very creaky in here now that I see... We, we do have some metal. Oh. As you can see, the outside of the entire building are beams... Vertical beams of metal with spaces in between. Vertical beams of metal. Uh-huh, like I-beams? Kind of, yes. Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, you know, a gold sort of pole. Many different poles. They all 
Converge at the top. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see. Yeah. Okay. Now that I think about it, when I did rush in here, it did kind of look like a big old birdcage. <laughs> I mean, notice what you're standing on. Uh, all this newspaper? <laughs> all the USA Todays. Yes. <laughs> Yesterday's USA... USA Yesterdays? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do they change the name of it? They must, right? You can't have Yesterday's USA Today. That makes no damn sense. <laughs> It shouldn't exist. No. Uh, uh, a paradox in itself. Ah, yes. We, we've we had a paradox come in <laughs> at times. Do you have a water feature for them? Oh, we do. We have a lovely fountain. Mm. Okay. They love to swim in it. Uh-huh. What's the, what's the fountain look like? Is there a statue? A statuette? I'm talking, you got a pissing baby in there. <laughs> we... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a a baby a baby bird okay so you know the, where does the water come from chloe <laughs> steady stream huh yes. the wings outstretched magnificently <laughs> a baby bird <laughs> with wings outstretched magnificently well i guess it is they are small wings it's a it's a chick okay i guess but yes uh water coming out <laughs> and the ducks love to swim in that huh oh yes yes they have a grand old time so this is mostly a hot so a hotel for birds crow crows specifically you said crotel uh, yes the crows like to come here but they well, also work here now that i think about it what was your name one more time my name yes i am hampton corvin hampton Hampton Corvin's House of Corvid. A Corvid, as I understand it, is a type of bird. A genus, maybe? I believe so, yes. And under that is, you got some ravens, blackbirds, magpies. Yes, as you said. Yeah, all the all the dark ones. Even some, you know, blue jays. Of course. Uh, some others, too. Um, I'm sure. But this is a hotel that all feathered friends are welcome. They're all welcome, yes. But, um... You know, when we started this, there was no place really for crows to stay. When did you start this? Ah, well, I have been in the hotel business for all of my life. In fact, my whole family, generations upon generations. Mm. We have been a bird hotel family since before time memorial. Oh, a bird, really, specifically bird hotels. Oh, yes. We were the first sort of people to really commune with the birds. Mm. You've heard of, uh, I'm, I'm talking back in cave people times. And you have knowledge of this. Oh, yes, we've recorded it. Uh, you know, first cave walls and then papyrus. Uh-huh. And then books and such. Okay. You've heard of the, uh, crow magnet man? <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> that was us. Okay. So, so not quite on human <laughs> closer to a neanderthal <laughs> something like that uh, yes i mean we like to say we were the missing link. Uh, your forehead is quite big now that i look at it if, okay a five head now yeah there is there, there, i didn't really notice i thought it was an adornment of your head there's a tiny bird perched upon your giant forehead as a little canary <laughs> 
<laughs> oh yes, that's that's uh, Sylvester. Sylvester. Wow. Do you name him? <laughs> no, they tell me their names. Okay. They tell. So you re- you're not even joking. You really commune, Kate. Yes. Of course, I I also live here among them. Hmm. I have in the hotel. Oh yes. You've got your. I guess you've got a kitchen. It's a. Perk. You got a bathroom. <laughs> I, yes, I have myself a working bathroom that's mm-hmm. not just newspaper. No, okay, good. So uh, you, I'm talking bathtub? Uh, yes. Showerhead? Yes. Turlet? <laughs> yes, of course. As Baltimoreans would say. <laughs> yes, we have a turlet. <laughs> and a birdie. <laughs> what about a birdie? <laughs> yes, or is we... that for the birds? You have a regular... Birthday for yourself, but the birds get birthdays. Yes, I have a regular one. They have a tiny one. <laughs> a uh, one. Sink? Uh, yes, I have a sink. Mirror? Oh, mirrors are big. So many mirrors here, as you can see okay. on the walls. We love mirrors here. Great. And you know, uh, so Corvids. that's all your Corvids? Oh, they passed the mirror test. What's that mean? What's a mirror test? It means when they pass in front of a mirror, they don't take a selfie. What? <laughs> they don't they don't fix their hair. Oh. They pass the test. That's the test, huh? They're, they don't notice themselves in the mirror? Well, they do know oh. what a mirror is. They know that it's not another bird. They know Okay. That they recognize themselves. I see. But unlike humans, they don't care much for, you know, vanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a bed? So <laughs> I just got to know what your room is like. I do have a bed, and you can guess what it's filled with. Feathers? Yes. Oh, I would think that the birds would not be too happy about that. Oh, well, I mean, they're, it's all natural. It's all feathers that they have Yeah, donated. of course they're all natural. <laughs> I mean, you're getting synthetic feathers in here. No, no, heavens. No. <clears throat> it's all feathers if, that they I discard. Oh, so just not, not just goose down. You got all different kinds of feathers? You make this bed yourself? I did. The mattress? Mm-hmm. What about the frame? Did I make the frame myself? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if you could go through the trouble of making your own mattress. That's true. I Well, yes, I did. Unless, are you a weirdo that just does a mattress on the floor? Oh, you caught me. Oh, in a hotel? I guess it's your own room. You can do as you please. Well, yes, I want, you know, the frames to be for the guests. Mm-hmm. Not for me. I try to live as simply as possible. So, so there's other guests here that use beds. Frames, at least. Well, yes, we have certain rooms. You know, like how... Some other hotels have rooms with a jacuzzi, say, and some rooms do not have a jacuzzi. Yes. We have rooms with beds for humans, mm-hmm. and many rooms that have no beds. Okay, cool. I like that. Uh, multi-purpose. Oh, yes. So, uh, you said that you've been in the hotel business for eons. How long... So, you've been... Did this building supersede you? Oh, yes. Precede you. <laughs> well, both. I hope. Oh. I don't know. Either way, the birds have got to love it. That seeds in there. <laughs> yes. Plenty of, oh, bird feeders around, as you can see. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yes, this building has been here for a long, long time before I was born. Okay. I would say, I think, oh, I should know this. I believe it was uh, 1776. <clears throat> Happy birthday, America. Yes. Oh, birds were here then, too. Yeah, I know that. (laughs) Birds are more ancient than man. They've been around for sure. Some say 
birds are the ancestors of dinosaurs, which were, if you're going to believe this evolution. <laughs> no, please. Birds, these birds, how could they have been dinosaurs? Dinosaurs walked on the land. Yeah, at the same time as humans, right? <laughs> yes. That's how you communicate with them so good. You've been around. Okay, so birds and dinosaurs lived at the same time and people. <laughs> Did you ride dinosaurs and talk to birds? Well, according <laughs> Cro -Magnum to Cro-Magnum yes. ancestors. According to the the cave paintings, uh, yes, apparently we, you know, when work was done, we would slide down the neck of a large brontosaurus, <laughs> clock out, uh -huh. and then go to With our saber tooth tiger. Do your whole punch. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yes, fascinating. All these creatures living in harmony together. Mm -hmm. uh, beautiful so okay so you've inherited this place pretty much I guess so mm, well it was a bit uh, uh, it's a bit tough to talk about because my father well he started his own separate hotel company okay what did his name was Hampton as well okay he started Hampton Inns <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> Of the rest of our family, I mean, before him, my grandfather and grandmother and everyone before them, we were all bird hotel people. So you had inherited this. Your your father had nothing to do with this. Uh, That's right. So Me. was your grandfather then named Hampton as well? Yes. So uh, you didn't change the name of this building or this establishment when you took it over. It was already... Hampton Corvins, House of Corvid. Yes, we've had Hampton Corvins for nigh upon 200 years and change. Mm. The first Hampton Corvin, of course, came over on the Mayflower mm. and started a chain of hotels. Okay. And this was the first one in Baltimore. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, there's, you know, Maryland was one of the first places settled in these United States yes. of America. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful, wonderful. Uh, and so you come here, you say, I'm friends with the birds. I want to give them a place to stay when they're on migration. Yes, that's part They don't of vacation, it. they have migration. Oh, well, you see, birds have a whole separate society. Mm. They are extremely intelligent, as you know, and there's a lot that, you know, we only see them maybe in the trees or flying around, but, oh, no, they have lives entirely to themselves. They're so busy, just like us. Secret lives. Oh, yes. Where do they conduct these lives? <laughs> I guess in places like this? Oh, well, yes, they have Away a... from prying eyes. Exactly. As, uh, only flying eyes. Mm-hmm. They have establishments across the world. I mean, they have some, you know, tree. In uh, in, there are many trees. You go to a forest. Many trees are hollow. Really? Yes, they live inside the trees and sort of a Swiss Family Robinson style, <laughs> you know, architecture. And well, of course, there's buildings now all over that cater uh, exclusively to birds. We're not exclusive. We cater to everyone. Mm -hmm. But yes, birds have their own society. They have their own politics. So are these politics other tree dwellings all bird? Run yes. by birds? Yes, those are run by birds. And you said that some of these birds are your employees. Of course. How that work? 
What do they do? Well, first, I mean, what's they, a bird need? They come in. Do for they an come interview. in with luggage when they get here? Ah, the tiny little pelican briefcase. <laughs> yes, the business birds. <laughs> oh, those pelicans—they're always on the case. <laughs> so many lawyers. They come here for you know for conferences. They they do carry some luggage. I mean, you've heard of perhaps swallows carrying coconuts. That's a real thing, not a joke. Uh, the, the Monty Python. Oh, I find that horribly offensive. Oh, I hate them. No. Oh, yes. I mean, dead parrots and. Oh yeah. I guess that's a little off humor for you, huh? A little morbid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No good. What about that lumberjack song, though? Love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's undeniable, right? <laughs> it's so catchy. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Um, and it's about trees and trees are for the birds. Well, it's about, you know, cuts down trees. <gasps> oh, yes. That's, I mean, never mind the wear high heel suspenders and a bra. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, that does make me rethink it. But uh, yeah. Okay. So swallows come in with coconuts. Mm -hmm. Hollow coconuts. You know, that's their luggage. Uh-huh. They could open it. So what's a bird need to put in their luggage? Well, birds seeds. like... They, yes, seeds, of course. The snacks. Uh-huh. They do wear clothes sometimes. Really? Mm-hmm. What, like a penguin god tuxedo? <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's some of the galas we have here. Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's all, all the for penguins. the penguins. Yes, they come in. Do you got a state-of-the-art air conditioning system for them? Yes, uh, we bring in a bunch of ice luges, <laughs> and they just love to slide down, and of course, we, they drink from it, too. Mm -hmm. I guess you could do it in the winter and just open all the windows. <laughs> we do. <laughs> yes. Yeah, do the other birds stick around when you do that? Because I feel like all the different birds have different climates that they would need to be, uh, you know, accounted for when they're staying. Like, is each room its own temperature control? They can, yes. Uh, we have, you know, tropical rooms, of course, for the sort of the parrots and the macaws and mm -hmm. birds of those kind. We have the very chilly rooms for the arctic terns or the penguins, mm. etc. We have the temperate rooms for most of the birds. Okay. Great. Uh, no, I asked and answered, I guess. Yes. Uh, and the lobby is just temperate always. So it's they, they got to be a little bit uncomfortable when they get in, but you say, okay... Don't worry about it. Your room has already been adjusted to your preferred setting. You filled out the questionnaire online. Exactly. That's the kind of service that we give. We really, you know, make sure every bird is as comfortable as can be. So we have a 15-part questionnaire that they must answer. And this is online? Yes. What's your website? Uh, well, it's Hampton Corvin's House of Corvin, the hotel for birds, dot bird. Oh, you got to change that name. I can't imagine that. <laughs> no? What, too short? <laughs> Not descriptive enough? Uh, all right. And how's... Uh, all right, I guess a bird can... No reason that they can't get online. I wonder, are their, pe their beaks... Do they work with the touchscreen? Not that I've seen. Mm. Uh, but, you know, they use their they feet put, sometimes. Uh, do they put the little rubber thing on the end of their thing so they can use it? <laughs> yes. A stylus. Some use Are, a stylus in their beak. Uh, many have, you know, taken those gloves and pecked around them so they have just a finger. Uh, you know, they slip their beak inside one of the fingers with those touchy things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you would wear in winter. 
Yes, take the easier following. Yes, we do offer, you know, extra feathers for birds if they're chilly. Mmm. Extra feathers. Like like a feather coat? Yes. <laughs> yeah, like down, like a boa, you know. <laughs> and these are of discarded feathers from from molting. 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 Mm. Gross. <laughs> I feel like no one would want that. Those are like bad feathers that are no longer fit for to be on a bird. Well, I mean, would you say to a sheep that it couldn't wear a sweater? If it weren't shorn, yeah. I'd say that's very much a hat on the head. It's already got a sweater. Ah, but if it were shorn, and yeah, it was then chilly. he could put a sweater on it. Sure. Okay. All right. Whatever. You get. You make a good point. Uh, a point like a beak on a bird. Well, birds, you know, they they have good insulation with their own feathers, so they they're pretty adaptable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Okay. So, so what's the typical reason that a bird comes to this uh, hotel? Oh, usually, at least here in Baltimore, it's uh, to see the sights. Oh. <laughs> Let's see where the wire was filmed. <laughs> oh, yes, so many wire tours. I mean, birds, they love to sit on the wire. That's true. Uh, what about for sports games? Ah, of course. You've yes. got Baltimore. You've got a baseball team, Orioles. That's a bird. I think a, cor- a Corvid, even. Indeed it is. Uh, and then, what do you know? Another one. The Baltimore Ravens. Oh, uh, the, the Ravens. Team. I knew you were going to mention Ravens. Uh, yeah? We, there's a bit of a history with the Ravens and really? Baltimore. So I work in the sports business these days. <laughs> you say that so confidently. <laughs> <laughs> like you've worked there for years. It's a newer job, <laughs> okay. you know. Reporter first. This is kind of a make a living wage kind of thing, you know. <laughs> you know a, a job of servitude right. um but yeah no so yeah I, I i know all about the stadiums and yes. you know the going ons with them and they're ah. mostly just the fields and how they're manicured mm. i really i know nothing about the actual games or the teams <laughs> okay. or the stadiums just the fields <laughs> well that's the most important part yeah where else would you play i don't know I, could you imagine if they played in the stands you could have uh you can have a game happen with just a field and no seats, but you couldn't have a game with just seats and no field now, could you? No, like a black hole in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terrifying. What, what are they there to see? Hmm? How eerie. <laughs> <laughs> just stare into the abyss. Yes. <laughs> Still got concessions and everything, but it's dead quiet. <laughs> <laughs> No, there I... used to be a field here one day. Oh, are they ghosts? I don't know. Ooh, I would like to see this. Um, but yes, what about the ravens that's got you so uh, down? Ah, uh, well, the ravens, I mean... I'm talking the sports team, right? Well, yes, the sports team, but I believe the sports team is named after a famous short story written by a famous author who used to live here in Baltimore. Mm, uh-huh. I think I know who you're talking about. Well, yes, I there's... might have done a report on him in the sixth grade. There's the human, Edgar Allan Poe. Uh-huh. But he stole his story from, you guessed it, Edgar Allan Crow. <laughs> uh-huh. And Edgar Allan Crow wrote about the raven. He did. Mm. Yes. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> Who's that? Well, there's only there's one extra knock. Oh. Uh, 
who's there, please? There you go. Uh, who's there? Me, the raven. I'd off, nevermore. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. The, you know, crows and ravens, they're extremely similar. Ravens are bigger. And crows don't take, you know, they're bullies. Ravens are bullies. Crows, they can be bullies too, but they take it harshly that, you know, ravens get all the press. Oh, the ravens. Right. Both the team and the bird and the story and all. So the Edgar Allan Crow wrote a story about a bad annoying. old raven. Hmm? I would say he's bad. He's more annoying. <laughs> well, yes, but he's sort of, I don't know, portends death or something. Or the, the I afterlife. think he's just kind of bugging the author. <laughs> I won't leave him alone. <laughs> well, that's true. The guy's just trying to sit and... It's been a while since I read it, but I think drink some tea or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, it's a. <laughs> the <laughs> sit in his chair on a midnight dreary. Yes, drinking some sleepy time tea. <laughs> you know he's got the celestial in there, a little bear. He's dressed the same as if he's got the nightcap. His easy chair, mm -hmm. slippers, a nice fire going, very mm -hmm. quaint. And then yes, the raven comes and just annoys him. Mm -hmm. Right, just says the one word, nevermore. Mm -hmm. You know. It is a fact that ravens can speak in human tongue. So it's not on, on you know, that story seems so far-fetched, but mm. it's true. They could learn one word and repeat it. They're like a parrot. Ah, mm -hmm. yes, yes. Of course, that's true. Uh, but, you know, so ravens, well, that's so raven. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's taking a long time for us. <laughs> To, to to get along with the ravens. I mean, I'm a crow man myself. You really? Know? Well, yeah, crow magnum. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's your descendant. Yes, yes. But we are friends with the ravens now. <coughs> it's just, you know, they, there's the whole football team. There's not a football team called the Crows. No, not that I know of. Not a professional one, at least. No, yes, there's definitely semi-professional. Uh, well, you know, but they do have the lovely Brandon Lee. Oh, yes, he was a guest here. Really? Before his untimely demise? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, mean. I, I, I believe so. I would have to check the, the book. Well, it depends. Did he enter in a coffin? Or <laughs> How was his travel? <laughs> I mean, we do get a lot of people, you know, dressed in the macabre. Clothing. Do you? Uh, the big yeah. goth community here? Oh, yes, we do. Oh, really? For Edgar Allan Poe and Crow. Mm. Sort of the spookies. Uh-huh. So they come here and, you know, uh, the crows and the ravens have a, an association with spooky things and death and the night and such. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you, they're, they're so nice. Yeah, well, they must be very misrepresented. They Misunderstood. Are. Yes, people totally misunderstand them. Mm. They could mm. be very nice. But yes, Brandon Lee came. What's... Oh, Brand what? okay, yes. Oh, I was just talking about all the, the celebrities that we've had. Uh-huh. We Russell Crowe. Yes. You ever come here? <laughs> yes, Russell Crowe has come. No, speaking about stadiums, you know, he was in a movie where he played a gladiator who fought in stadiums. Yes. You know, for someone called Gladiator, he was very angry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But yes, he was in yes, the Coliseum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ancient form of the stadium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No grass on those fields, though. No, no. Just, so, yeah, I guess they were just watching 
nothing in a way. Well, they weren't watching the grass grow. Uh-huh. Oh, do you ever go to the stadium when it's empty and just sit and marvel at that grass? Watch I, it grow. I would love to. See, I go in the off times when the games aren't playing, and I root for the guy who draws the white lines. Oh. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> you really care how straight it is and uh-huh. those 90-degree angles? Oh, yeah. You know when he screws up, I'm heckling him. <laughs> <laughs> Tossing my big gold down there. <laughs> No. <laughs> Just you. Uh-huh. <laughs> it must echo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, the birds. Okay, so the birds, do they come and watch the games, too? Do the birds play any sports? Of course they. I mean, they have their own everything that we have. Really? Yeah, so they play their own sports. Uh, I mean, they there's football, there's baseball, basketball. They play, play pretty much anything. Okay. It's, you know, a little different, obviously. They can't really bounce a full-size basketball. It's all no, scaled down yeah, to them. Yeah, of course. Do but you yeah. uh, provide any of these courts here in the hotel? We Like do. a racquetball court or something like that? You know, a spa? Oh, yes, we have many amenities here. We have mm-hmm. a spa, of course. We have a pickleball court. Okay. Which is really just the birds come and eat pickles. Ah. Uh, we have entertainment. Okay. We have, yes, live shows that we put on. Okay. Yeah. Now my ears are perked up. You got a little stage here? We do have a little stage. Mm. Uh, you know, sometimes acts come through, bird acts, of oh. course, come through. Okay. Uh, for, you know, the adult entertainment, we have some flamingo go dancers. <laughs> uh, oh, those legs. <laughs> 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 what a treat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Do a little kick line sometimes. Yeah, I would. Yeah, the little can, two can, can. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we've had comedians come in. Uh, you may remember Blue Jay Leno. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he likes to come around. Uh huh. Do you have the headlines? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, he just all he has to do is look down at the ground <laughs> with all the paper on the ground. <laughs> The newspaper. That's right. <laughs> and he oh, he rips. probably loves it here. <laughs> yes, and half the material. work is done for. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, he he's come around a lot. Um, we've had many celebrities come in. As I was saying, uh, Cheryl Crow, the singer, mm. of course. She do a little spot. She does. Mm-hmm. Yes, every day is a winding crowd. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, who else have we had? <laughs> Hootie and the Crowfish have played here. Wow. Uh, I meant we talked about Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, uh, Cameron Crowe came uh, by. Actor? Director? Ah, well, director. Now, there's the Ameri- there's the human director, but there's also a bird director called mm. Cameron Crowe. Okay. Yes, the bird director, Cameron Crowe. They've come here with, you know, other celebrities and on press junkets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yes, Cameron Crow came when he was promoting Jerry Magpire. Uh-huh. And, of course, all crossed fake Crow cross. Crow me the money. Yes. That was a big line. Oh, maybe you've heard. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, even if it's just a crow, show me the money. They love those little shit. Speaking of, where's my damn corn? Oh. Um, yeah, crow me the money. Yeah, mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. Yes, uh, we had... Uh, do you remember... Well... In the human version was Shakespeare in Love. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we had Crocifines come with 
his co-star, Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, the, the, the movie about Shakespeare. <laughs> the, immortal, the immortal bird. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, Feather Locklear. <laughs> you remember her? <laughs> sure. <laughs> the Black Crows, that's a band they came. Uh-huh, yeah, great. Counting name. Crows. Counting Crows, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, you got a musical act, you got a good microphone system set up and everything, good PA. Yes. Great. Oh yes, we have all the works. Any anything you would expect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, this uh this hotel has seen many people come and go. Well, it's, uh, we've had other famous people stay. We've had the Beatles come. Really? Yes. Both. <laughs> well, not... not oh, both currently living. Oh, not I, back in the day. I mean, yes, back in the day. I mean, before my time. Mm, I mm-hmm. was a wee lad. Yeah, Ring Crow star. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it's, they, you know, their son, Paul Magpiney... That's a stretch. <laughs> but that was his name. Uh, yes, yes, the bird beetles came. Um, real beetles came. The birds mm-hmm. ate them. Oh, uh, the real beetles came, and that's here is where they got the idea for their song, Blackbird. Ah, singing in the dead of night. Yes, there was a bachelor party in the next suite. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were annoyed. Squawking all night. <laughs> yes. uh, great. <laughs> wow, what a history. Yes, the uh this is a bit esoteric, but <laughs> the the human book, of course, you know, uh, Catcher in the Rye. Uh-huh. Well, the author, uh I mean JD Salinger, bird version <laughs> stayed here and got the idea. <laughs> In parentheses at the end, right? Bird yes. version. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Got the idea for um, Hatcher in the Sky, starring uh, starring <laughs> the, <laughs> the main character. <laughs> yeah, uh, not Holden Caulfield. I mean, yes, Holden Caulfield. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know, in in the bird version, it's holding car field. Yeah. Look. <laughs> oh, you see, I love this place so much. I just, I get a bit giddy when I describe it. Not many humans come, so uh, it's this is a bit of a treat for me. Oh, to get to talk. Well, uh, well, speaking of treats, I asked a little bit before, but what's that kitchen like? What kind of cuisine you serve? <laughs> Uh, I mean, well, as you said, yes, the millet, the the, the feeding, mm-hmm. bird feeders. What kind of chef you got bringing in? Your top star chef? Oh, Michelin star? No? Yes. Oh, uh, wow. Fancy. Oh, yes. We've, we have very good chefs. They, you know, study all across the country, go to the best restaurants. Then they come here and cook for us. Mm. They, you know, study the cordon bleu. There's no pun there. It's just... Oh, cordon bleu jay. <laughs> there, oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, great. Well, how do they? How how does a chef uh, deal with um, something like 
a human guest staying and wanting dinner, and then a bird guest staying and wanting dinner. For you know, birds mm. are immune to capsaicin peppers. Ah. Ah. So where a human can get inflamed, a hot tongue, mm-hmm. a bird has no effect. It passes right through them. Oh. I don't know. I just thought I'd bring that up. <laughs> that Well, I mean, whenever I asked the chef, I said, let's, let's spice things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. The chef always looks at me and just rolls their eyes. Is the chef a bird? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but still, where, where's What the kind chef of chef at? is a bird? What kind of bird is a chef? Hmm. Well, yeah, something like a toucan with that big nose. True. They, could, they can smell things good. Yes, for sure. Uh, I, I, I mean, we've had uh, an albatross. Mm. They're big, so they know how to eat. Yeah, great. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well, you know, I again, I manage front of house mostly. I manage everything, but... I have other people, uh, people, I shouldn't say people, I have other birds under me. Other birds. Uh, <clears throat> your part bird. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, Lineage-wise. Yes, I believe. Um, yes. And, yeah, well, if that's the case, well, interesting. But, uh, okay, so yeah, you've got the bird chefs coming in, cooking the meals. you got the entertainment with the spa. We do have uh, plenty of eggs. You eat the eggs? <laughs> well, I mean, yes. Speaking of which, you know what happens a lot in hotels. Speaking of the jacuzzis and stuff. Mm-hmm. You ever uh, get a, a clutch of eggs when you go to do uh, house cleaning and the birds are gone? <laughs> they just leave the eggs? <laughs> yes, we've... we've. What do you do in. with them? Do you prefer... Let's say they're fertile. You don't know. You don't even know if they're fertilized. Do you? We bring them to the stage, and we have a well, we have a whole show. We crank up the stage lights to as high as they can get to get the heat going on them, like an incubator. Yep. We pass the eggs in front and see if there's a little birdie inside. Hmm. If there is, we keep them on there till they hatch. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, do they work at the hotel then after that? Well, now look. I mean... <laughs> It's not they like, were just born into this life. It's not like they have anywhere else to go. I'm I'm giving them a place to live and work and skills. What's a turnover at a place like this? How's it employees? What's your glass door rating? Oh well, I'd say they rotate. You know, a few times per minute. Uh, <laughs> yes, we have a rotisserie style yeah. turnover. Uh, well, do you ever get like chickens coming in? People eat those. Chickens? Do they come in for sanctuary? <laughs> <laughs> they got a mad chef running after them with a knife, and as soon as they cross the threshold, they're in the safe zone? Yes, of course. So you do you do provide protection to the birds? I do, of course. They oh, all, okay. They're safe here. Uh, it's a safe haven for ravens <laughs> and other birds. Chickens, mm-hmm. ducks, goose, geese. You ever seen a dodo? Ah, the dodo. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be extinct correct and that's the story Mm -hmm. wink wink oh perhaps there's some being kept in a basement somewhere (laughs) hidden from the light of human eyes oh well i mean if there happened to be a dodo and you happen to see a bird let's say wearing a top hat like i am and 
perhaps, you know, wearing clothes such as I, and perhaps managing a hotel such as I, why, a dodo could do that? Hmm. Yeah, hypothetically, of course. I mean, mm. wouldn't it be grand, though? Mm, you the did dodos. say you were part bird in a long time without his crow. It couldn't be dodo. Crow and dodo do rhyme. <laughs> or I could have just misheard my do have that oral dyslexia. <laughs> I mean, okay, I, I've just been dying to tell someone. <laughs> yes, I'm a dodo. A full on dodo bird? So will you just pluck your feathers? Or I guess I don't see much of your body. You have this immaculate suit on. I thank you. Mm. And you are quite small. <laughs> I, I tend that. to waddle, yes. I have to sit cross-legged, crisscross applesauce to hold this interview with you. <laughs> I do appreciate you coming mm -hmm. down to my level. Yeah, and I got to say, it's not pleasant with all this newspaper, soiled newspaper on the ground. You don't do a great job cleaning it up. I would hope that once a mess was made that the paper would be crumpled and tossed aside, but no, quite a lot of slipping hazards in here if you're a human. Oh, yes, we're not quite used to, you know, foot traffic, so it's a lot of flying. A lot of wing traffic. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, and yeah, it's, it's all the perches are there, and yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, we do have some flightless birds that come, and we make way for them. We make way for ducklings, too. Oh. <laughs> well... What a lovely, uh, what a lovely business this is. What a time to be alive. <laughs> no, I mean, I told you a pretty big secret. So, uh, I okay, think... I get it. You want a tip? Okay, Mr. Hotel, Mr. Crotel. That's how they get you. They do view the service. Then they ask for the tip. I even want the service. I could have found all this. You think I need you to get a good interview? No. Oh. I came in here to get my coin. Oh, well, I'm afraid your coin is gone. I, well, you know what? You could take that coin, and if you find it, that's your tip. What? Yeah. Oh, I what, ain't tipping. What insolence! How how awful. <laughs> hmm. Now we don't appreciate that kind of talk and behavior around here. So, uh, no. Where's your friend? What was his name? Who took my coin? I. That may have been Roger, I believe. Roger. Hmm. Where's this Roger? Tell me. Where is he? I must find him. I'm getting my coin back. I don't know. He he loves the uh, the vending machines we have on each floor. Oh, no. <laughs> my coin is lost. Ah, but he prefers the one on the top floor with the special treats. Ah. Well, I mean, surely he must be, have gotten there by now. <laughs> oh, yes. He probably flew up. Yeah. All the way up. But we do have an elevator. All right. Well, I might as well go check. To the top floor, you say? Yes. What's on the top floor? The penthouse? Uh, just the crow's nest. I'm gonna make it... <laughs> As I say, make it the repent house. <laughs> By all means, you are free to roam about. Mm hmm But remember who you're dealing with. Oh, is there an owl in here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please guard your your Tootsie Rolls or <laughs> be very careful. <laughs> I tend to eat them in one bite. <laughs> All right. Well, I go search for the Roger the Crow and this weird Hampton Court. You know, he's got the name Corvid in his name, but he's a dodo. It don't make much sense to me. 
You're talking to me. <laughs> You're talking I'm to talking me. to the microphone. I'm talking to the audience. Oh, okay. But I am right here. Yeah, I know. I'm, in, I'm still mid-interview. <laughs> you don't have to listen to me. I think we're done. Oh, no. <laughs> Unless you're trying to get another tip out of me. I am. Please leave a, you guys leave do a good love review. those little shiny coins, huh? Oh, I love those shiny coins. <laughs> oh, and now I see you have that big forehead and just the longest beak. I thought it was just a nose. <laughs> so skinny. Like an anteater. My beak? Yeah. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> we use that to pick up the grubs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to sometimes pick the locks. And oh, you know what? You're coming with me because I'm going to use your beak to open up the vending machine and get my damn coin back. Oh, no. What? Oh, no. <laughs> yep. oh, Come on. Start waddling Hampton, away. Hampton, you're coming with me. Oh, no. Ooh, you're... And, uh, for... But that's a different story. This is Matthias Spiegel, and I'm going to get my coin. Let's walk. <laughs>